When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply is in stock today. Tech drive the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Mornings on SEN. Welcome back to the show. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I hope you're having a good morning. Slightly overcast in Melbourne today. A little bit cooler than it was yesterday, but uh, it's going to heat up towards uh, the end of the week as uh, summer appears to have finally hit in Melbourne. So we spoke to Darcy Brown in the first hour of the show. She's been named in the 15-strong squad for the Australian team as they look to defend their T20 title in South Africa and keep the cricket theme going. Some big bash, a bit of a chat about the Aussies as well. A big part of the call team for BBL Nation is Chad Sayers. He's been good enough to join us this morning. Morning, Chad. Morning. How are you going? Very well. Uh, Happy New Year to you too. And it's a bit of a happy new year for a lot of the... uh, teams in the BBL because they're getting some of their test stars back. Who do you think when you look across the returning players, which team should benefit most from that? Oh, I think the, the strikers uh, will probably look forward to getting Alex Carey and Travis Head back. Um, their batting's actually going pretty pretty well at the moment with Matt Short and, and Chris Lynn, Adam Hose all going well. So to get them two back as well just brings another, another dimension to their game. So they'll benefit from that, but I'm sure the Sydney Thunder are looking forward to getting David Warner and so is the Big Bash. Absolutely. How have you seen the season so far? It's a big season for the Big Bash. It's been tough with, you know, sort of crowds going down and they had to battle COVID, but it seems to be ticking a lot of boxes uh, right now from TV audience to crowds at the games. You know, we saw almost a sellout the other night uh, for the Sydney Derby and some of the finishes and, and some of the scoring, I guess, uh, in recent matches has been top notch. How have you seen the season so far? Yeah, I think I think one of the big things was was COVID, wasn't it? Uh, people got scared away. People weren't allowed to go to the cricket. So now that's kind of a thing of the past. Uh, the crowds, as you said, are, are getting back. I know going to the Adelaide Oval and commentating there, it's just an electric atmosphere, and it's great to go to and watch. So on that basis, um, no, definitely back, and uh, we're seeing a lot of more close games as well. I know the last couple of years, through been a lot of one-sided games. So um, to see. The margin uh, close up is great as well. And as we saw at the Adelaide Oval, the strikers chased down 230 against Hobart Hurricanes a couple of nights ago. So you keep getting games like that, then the crowds are going to come. Yeah, that was an ex- extraordinary game, an extraordinary chase uh, led by Matt Short, as you mentioned. Big game for both teams tonight. So strikers 4-4. Four and four. Uh, The Renegades have just got their heads above water at 5-4. and four. Have you assessed the strikers' season so far? Well, they got off to a fire, didn't they? They were three and zip, and, and you thought they were the number one team in the, in the comp. And then they let that slip by uh, losing a couple of close games and, and going to Perth. So they were lucky that they did um, beat Hobart because they would have been on a five-game losing streak. So hopefully that's turned the table for them. Um, the Renegades have been going well. Uh, we know they've been pretty weak the last few years. So uh, they're pretty strong. they got uh, Tom Rogers firing. We all know how good Kane Richardson is and, and Aaron Finch going well as well. So it should be a good game. 
You look at the top of the table, though, uh, Chad. Chad Sayers has joined us. He'll be on the Big Bash call tonight when the Strikers uh, host the Renegades at Adelaide Oval. It's uh, the usual suspects right at the top, though, isn't it? The Sixers are a little bit slow out of the blocks and the Scorchers as well. I mean, once again, they seem to be setting the pace. Um, can Is the winner going to come from one of those two again or can you see someone just under them uh, popping up come finals time and knocking one of those two off? Well, you'd like to see someone else challenge those two, wouldn't you? They've obviously been the best two sides for a long time now, and uh, I guess they keep the same structure, they keep the same group together, so that's always going to help. But um, I think one of the players said last night that it doesn't matter when you when you if your form's bad at the start of the year, mm. as long as you're firing at the back end and you sneak into the finals, you can challenge any of those sides on your day. So um, hopefully we get a good final series, but those two look like they're going to be in it again. Yeah, they're very strong. Again, uh, Sixers in, in particular in great form at the moment. But you mentioned before, you've done an article for sen.com.au where you've named your your top seven uh, moments from the test sum. Everyone loves a list. How would you go compiling a list? Oh, it's probably pretty easy, wasn't it? There was a lot, obviously a lot of run scorers in there. A um, couple of local boys who did well were in close to my heart. So yeah, a bit of bias there. In, yep. but, yeah, of course. But... Uh, <laughs> No, nah, it was just great to see Australia's dominance again, wasn't it? Um, probably West Indies weren't as strong as uh, people thought. And uh, South Africa, uh, just they let themselves down with the bat and a few of their bowlers didn't perform well. So uh, great to see the, the respect back for Australian cricket. Uh, interesting, you've got the rise of Alex Carey at number seven. So obviously, you know, when we think of the summer that he had, we all think of his maiden test century uh, at the MCG. But what did you like in particular from Alex Carey uh, during the two series? Oh, I just, I think his leadership role behind the stumps is, is always there. He's always, there's been a little bit of criticism on it, on his keeping at times. So just to see him be faultless, uh, we saw him take a couple of nice catches up the stumps in Adelaide against um, with Michael Nessa bowling. So uh, just for him to showcase his skills with his gloves more so, but yeah, as you said, for him to get his maiden test century uh, MCG boxing now, that was amazing, and hopefully um, there's more to come. So number seven's the rise of Alex Carey. Number six, you've got Nathan Lyon's 450th test wicket. Absolutely. Uh, David Warner's innings at number five uh, for 200 in his 100th test. Uh, the 200 club, uh, talking about the other double centurions, and it probably should have been another one, uh, with <laughs> Usman Khawaja, 195 not out. Interesting, number three. Um, the, the tribute to, to Rod Marsh. Can you just take us through how that all unfolded and, and why that was such a special moment? Oh, a true South Australian legend, wasn't he? Um, spent a lot of time here. I got to know him pretty well when he was a part of the selection group at the Redbacks. So um, we don't know what a touching moment that was when they got to sing the song um, and the tribute uh, by itself from Adelaide Oval and Cricket Australia to have that there is... It's just touching, and um, yeah, one of his wishes was for them to sing a song in front of it. So uh, for them to win the test there and do that, uh, yeah, just as I said, a touching tribute and one you'll never forget. Yeah, same here at the MCG with Shane Warne, of course, as well. I like what you got at number two, Travis Head's 92 at the Gabba. And let's be honest, I know the voting system worked out the way it was, and it was a three-way tie at the top, and then they had to make a pick. But surely Travis Head had a better series than David Warner, didn't he? Yeah, if you go by stats, they're all pretty similar. But uh, we all know David got 201 innings and then 13 for the rest. But, uh, yeah, that knock of 92 at the Gabba really set the series up for Australia, didn't it? If he 
went out and nicked off early, then it was probably a uh, game in the balance. So uh, he's a pressure player, Trevor said. He loves the pressure and he always performs under pressure. So, yeah, that was one of my favourite moments. And I think you're right. I think across all three games against South Africa, he was probably the man of the series. And Australia's dominance uh, or asserting their dominance uh, was number one. It was a dominant um, summer for the Aussies. Just on, on Travis Head, he's, he had a great summer. He's got a great record here in Australia. He hasn't been able to replicate that form uh, overseas so far. And we know we've got two huge series starting off uh, with India and then the Ashes uh, mid-year. You're confident we'll see his numbers overseas, um, you know, almost re- not replicate, but get a lot better than they have been so far uh, in 2023. Yeah, there'll definitely be a bit of pressure on him going over there for himself, knowing that he probably has underperformed uh, in the subcontinent to date. So um, I'm hearing that there might be a different role for him over in India, maybe uh, bat up the top of the order and, I guess, take away that um, spin aspect to the game. And if he can get in and, and um, not be under pressure facing spin early, then he, he might be OK. So um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully he's obviously gone to the drawing board and, and watched a lot of footage and um, got some tactics how to get through that. It's been a Chad Say as part of the Big Bash commentary team tonight for the Strikers when they host the Renegades at Adelaide Oval. We'll hear all the action here on SEN. Gee, I'll tell you what, Chad, you are getting some heat off our 40 Winks temper by suggesting Rod Marsh is South Australian. Our WA audience are coming hard for you. So <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> WA through and through. <laughs> yeah, well, we can we can share him, but uh, they... They don't like a bit of uh, criticism, the old WA people. A little bit sensitive over there, that's fair to say. Yeah, they are. No, they are. No doubt about that. Now, just on the Australian Test team, was it the right decision to play Ashton Agar in Sydney, do you think? Well, I think there's probably there's some planning going into that, isn't there? Obviously, the Indian series coming up, and he's probably going to be a part of that squad, I would have thought. So, um, and we all know Sydney hopefully got back to the to the dust bowl it used to be um the rain probably stopped that uh from happening but yeah i think there was a little bit of planning going into that but i still would like to see scotty boland um retain his spot as well because he's done a magnificent job since he's gone inside yeah very unlucky but i guess in fairness josh hazelwood did bowl really well as well we know this is a good team it's it's made up of some really strong uh individuals you know cam green hopefully comes back hopefully mitch stark can play a fair bit of the Indian tour. It seems like the message out, message out of the playing group, you know, Usman Khawaja was on breakfast uh, yesterday, uh, you know, saying we're really well placed now to win in India. We haven't done it since 2004, but he feels uh, with this team that we're really well placed. Do you, do you feel the same or do you think it's still a bridge too far for us to go over there and, and beat India in their own conditions? To be honest, I think the Australian crew team has always been a force and they've probably always been... Uh, informed to go over and win in India, haven't they? But um, we know how good India are on their home soil. Uh, their spinners are, are class bowlers um, and their batting is exceptional as well. So you definitely got to be on top of your game um, to win over in India. But I think Nathan Lyon's probably the key. Um, he probably hasn't been as successful over there as their spinners. So if he can if he can have a good series and and then the others chipping around him with the ball and obviously with the bat, they, they need another five of their spin. Do you think Agar will be the second spinner to Nathan Lyon or do you see someone else, maybe like a Todd Murphy, getting his opportunity? Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? I don't think Murphy uh, 
will be in that squad. He might go over as an academy kind of player just to learn off Nathan Lyon, but him and Nathan Lyon are similar bowlers, aren't they? So they'll probably go with Agar or, or Mitch Swepson again. Um, we know he got a little bit of a crack over in the subcontinent um, last year. So, um, yeah, I think they probably will go with Agar. He seems to be the safe bet most of the time. And uh, I'm, I think I know the answer to this question, but uh, who are you tipping tonight between the Strikers and the Renegades? Oh, yeah, I think the Strikers, uh, coming off that win against the Hurricanes, have, have to have a lot of confidence, don't they? But in saying that, the Renegades are going pretty well. They've got to start that line-up. Sammy Harper's found some form as well at the mm. top of the order. So they always bank on Kane Richardson being good. Tom Rogers, he's probably been the recruiter of the yeah. year so far. So... Uh, it should be a great game, but uh, Strike is just on top. Awesome, Chad. Always great to catch up. Enjoy it tonight. Uh, should be a great one, this one, between the Strikers and the Renegades. Uh, thanks for your time. We'll chat again soon. No worries. Thanks, mate. Good to talk to Chad Sayers. I'll tell you what, he's copping some heat off the 40 Wings temper. People, I think he had his tongue in his cheek when he was suggesting that he's a great South Australian, but it's coming. Chad, do your research. Rod Marsh is from WA. Did I just hear that correctly? Rod Marsh, a true SA legend. Wow, WA boy. Rod Marsh, South Australian, my backside. So it's coming through pretty strongly, but I think, people, he had his tongue in his cheek when he was uh, suggesting that. So don't get uh, too angry. Uh, plenty more coming through on the 40 Winks uh, Temper Text. Consumer Choice winner. Temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. So send them through 0433 98 11 16. Give us a call 1300 736 736. Doing a bit of a temperature check around the Australian Open. No Ash Barty, but no Vax back. Are you keen? Have you lost a bit of interest? How are you feeling about the Australian Open this year? We're also talking about stories that you know will come up this year. They always do. Break glass in case of emergency. We've already had a couple in tennis. You know, it's it, there's a threat of the Australian Open being taken by Asia. The tournament should be shifted back to later in the year. So what other stories will be uh, broken out of the cabinet this year. There's plenty in footy. We had plenty of suggestions in the first hour. And also, which individuals in footy have a point to prove, want to prove the critics wrong in 2023? We can take your calls after the break. one 736 736 This is mornings for Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. Sports Day, now on SEN. Jared was back for the first time in 2023, and Roger Rashid joined us as we continue.